Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Okay. Well then we are, we are hashtag job seeker guardians. That's our job. Protect our job seekers. Hey everyone. And welcome back to interview boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. This week's Shoot Your Shot shout-out goes to our listener Chloe. Chloe is prepping for a second interview in sales and business development, which is a bit of a new industry for her. And she said the podcast was really helpful and she's feeling so much more confident. So good luck, Chloe. We hope you absolutely nail it. And maybe by now you've already had your interview. You'll have to let us know how you go. Absolutely. We love to hear it. If you liked one of our episodes, used a tip we sent you, or you want to request a specific episode on your situation or industry, slide into our DMs. We're here for it. Don't forget also during the month of September, you can use our discount code LAUNCH20 for 20% off an interview coaching session with me. We'll dive deep into your career story. We'll go through um, example questions that might come up and make sure that you've got a really detailed preparation ready um, so that you go in and nail your interview. That's right. Head to www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching and use the code LAUNCH20 at checkout for a cheeky 20% off for the month of September. So what, you've got nine days left. Don't be late. Jumping into today's episode, we're going to be talking about the hidden job market, or should we say, the myth of the hidden job market. Oh, you've given it away. Oh, I have, but here's the gist. I did a search on LinkedIn for hidden job market and was bombarded with posts telling me how there were 70% of roles that I wouldn't see advertised and that I could unlock these by taking a course, reading an article or paying a fee. And we're here to say that is a load of shit. (laughs) This is just such a common thing. Like honestly, search for hidden job market, literally on Google, you'll be bombarded with things to read about and they all say... 70 up to 70% or 80% of all roles are never advertised. Like I just no one can say where that data actually has come from. Um and this stuff is everywhere. But if you look closely, it normally comes from people who have something to sell you. So they're saying, "Oh, you know, if you pay for this course, I can show you how to unlock the hidden job market." 
And they're normally not a recruiter either. They're normally just a person who has decided that they have all the answers. It's so weird. What makes them think that if no one else can find it, they have the powers? <sighs> Maybe because they once they're, got a job through a referral or something like that and they a, want to teach everyone else. They're a bit of a self-proclaimed hero, I think. This is so much a thing on LinkedIn that people are now using um, a hashtag to say that they are trying to look out for candidates and um, trying to basically get rid of this myth that's out there that all these people are giving advice when they actually don't have any experience in recruitment or, or knowing how these things work. So when they say a hidden job market, do they, and they're like, I'll help you unlock it. What do they mean? Are they suggesting that there's like a website and a portal where all these secret <laughs> jobs are posted or like, what do they actually mean? I'll help you access it. Like, well, I'll, I don't know what they're, what, what what they're they trying mean? to say. I think they're trying to say that people get jobs through referrals all the time um, or that there's just recruiters out there who desperately need to fill a job, but they're not doing anything about it and you have if, to go okay. and find them. If that's the case, like why are we paying a fee for them to tell us that referrals <laughs> is the way to get a job? How This is so concerning for the person running that business. What makes them think that, that there's a demand for that service? That's your, your one useless information. One tip like I an MLM, saw almost. was that um, apparently lots and lots of companies out there can't afford for, to pay for job posts. So they're posting oh just God. on their LinkedIn feed. And just like posting out to their network. And that's the only way that you're going to see that job is if you search for their, you know, vacancy. If you search the word vacancy on LinkedIn and see their post. Now, there's a, there's a lot of problems with that. First of all, like if that's their only, only strategy, like I just, I don't believe that at all. Like there are free job boards out there. Indeed, is free to post HR on. HR departments and, and mm. teams that are like... <laughs> Indeed is free to post on, for example. Like there's just no excuse to not post a job ad. Um, And also if you search for, you know, vacancy or whatever on LinkedIn, you're only going to see people that are in your network up to three levels of connection away from you. So it's not like you suddenly have access to all these people that you wouldn't already see in your newsfeed anyway. Yeah, right. So why is it one of those lingering myths that just won't go away? Um, I think one of the key things is, as we've mentioned, people are selling you something um, and they're trying to basically prey on people's um, people's fears and people's real desire. Yeah, real mm. desire to, um, you know, find another way to get a job other than applying on job boards. Um, they also tend, like I said, not to be recruiters and they tend to be, you know, people who've decided that they're a career coach, that they can help you with your CV and they haven't actually worked in recruitment or HR themselves. And look, people right. who and are from an industry, I'm sure they have lots of knowledge. I'm sure may- maybe they've even conducted some interviews. Um, but I feel like a lot of the times they're going out of their lane a little bit when they're giving these kinds of advice. Oh, for sure. You want to, you want to see an expert on that matter. If I'm sick, I want to see a doctor. If my car needs fixing, I want to see a mechanic. If I need mm. help, I want to see a recruiter in my job search. I don't want to see someone with an e-book that lives in a van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and there's, so there's no real research around the hidden job market either. Um, at least none that anyone can show me that's that's a real source. Um, and I wanted to add here as well, in my career so far recruiting and in all of the 
you know, the contacts that I've made, the recruiters I've spoken to, the people I follow um, who also post about this kind of content who I do really trust, about 70% of all job ads we filled were through a job ad, right? So that means you applied for a job ad and we hired you. So straightforward. Like that's how 70% of all of our jobs got filled. It's a big percentage. It is, yeah. And sure, lots of those other percentages might have been um, internal promotions, um, maybe referrals as well. But the point is, in almost all cases, there was a job ad. So just because a referral ended up getting it, it doesn't mean there wasn't an opportunity to apply. Yeah, right. It doesn't that mean just we didn't bump up the person or made them more favourable, but they still went through the process. It was still exactly. available to other candidates. Other people were interviewed, most likely. Um, I just I want people to imagine that we work in a company together. Let's say you and I am. You run a customer service team. And you've had two people resign, right? So the workload's really building up. You need two people to start as soon as possible, right? And I'm the recruiter. And so we sit down and I say, okay, Emma, um, I've never hired for these customer service roles before. So tell me a little bit about them. Let me write a you know a job description so we can actually post the ad. Um, and then let's talk about how we're going to actually find this person for you, Um so what do you think? You know, do you know anyone um, who might be right for the role? Yeah, I've got, I've got three people that have been great in the past. Okay, great. Well, um, I just won't post any ads. I'm just going um, to let you meet those people. Uh, probably not. That's a lot of pressure on my people. Probably exactly. still scope it out. There might exactly. be someone way more maybe, suitable. Maybe they're not available at the moment. Maybe they're not interested. Or maybe... There's someone incredible out there who you wouldn't have found otherwise, right? So imagine that conversation with that manager of me being like, well, I don't really want to post an ad, so how about we just try not? Yeah, that would be crazy because at the end of the day, the recruiter is the one that wants to get the best possible person for their job. And so if they're limiting it to what Sally from account says, while that might be valuable and she might have, you know, a valid opinion, you're not going to just put all your eggs in her basket and trust her judgment. You want to see what else is out there. What if there's an exactly. amazing person that you're missing out on? I think exactly. I think these people um, lack the critical thinking skills and the <laughs> logic to just think one step further. But then again, it is sad because maybe some listeners have fallen victim to this because, again, these kind of people are taking advantage of vulnerable people in the job search. You can't entirely mm. blame them. Job seekers can be tired, exhausted, desperate and want help. So Yeah, and I mean, it can be really attractive. Like I've seen some of the posts and they post a picture of an iceberg. You know how they've got like the small bit of the iceberg yeah. out of the water and that's like and these like are the, the jobs, jobs that are actually versus... advertised. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a terrifying idea that or there's yeah, all these jobs sure. that you, you know, would be perfect for but you're never going to see. So, I mean – it's very alluring and don't get me wrong there are plenty of people out there who aren't recruiters who give great advice um it's just that this myth in particular seems to be really hard to dispel and i want to give you guys some context on um you know what's actually happening behind the scenes um so i would say roles can be created for you and and there definitely is a percentage of roles that you won't ever see advertised that is true it's just nowhere but near it's not the 70 to 80%. Yeah. It's not the majority. It is like, I would say, 5% of all roles that I've ever 
recruited for. They might be an internal promotion. Um, they might have like created a role for someone, um, you know, that they'd known previously, something like that. But it's pretty rare and it depends on what kind of business, um, you know, in my current business, for example, that would never happen. Absolutely not happen. The bigger the company gets, I think the more policies they have in place, the much less likely mm. they are to just create roles for someone. Um, if you were in a really small business or a family business or something like that, sure, like maybe you had to know them um, to go work for them, but not 70 to 80% of all jobs out there. That's just really not the case. Myth busted. So what can you do to improve your chances of getting in through a back door? Yeah, cool. Because there are still things that you can proactively do. And we've got an episode on our um, job search checklist, the ultimate job search checklist of all the things that you can do in your job search to keep being proactive, even whilst you're not um, up, you know, applying for actual jobs or whilst you're applying for actual jobs. Um, but to summarize some that might help you specifically with this, make sure you are networking. We've also got an episode about that. Um, meet people for coffee to ask them about their industry and, hey, I'd really love to um, to work in a job like yours one day. was wondering if we could catch up for um, a coffee or a Zoom coffee or whatever um, and I'd love to ask you some things about the industry. Then your chances are, you know, if that um, company has a job available, you can ask that person to refer you in. And again, they're most likely going to still advertise the job. Um, it's just that you might be able to go for that advertised job with, you know, a thumbs up from nice someone internal. Yeah. Um, another thing is updating your LinkedIn profile. Um, the more searchable your LinkedIn profile is, the more likely recruiters will be able to proactively find you and reach out to you. Um, again, unlikely for roles that don't um, that don't exist or are never advertised. Um, but start something that they're working on um, so they can proactively find you for it that you might not have searched for yourself. Um, same thing with um, job search boards. So um, Seek have the place that you can kind of create a profile. I think a lot of other job boards do this now. Um, they sell those search functions back to recruiters. So most of them are trying to create databases of candidates that they can then monetize. So if you can create a profile on them, do um, it's just a good thing to tick off um, in case you know the company that you're looking for is using that feature um, and stay in touch with old colleagues you never know where an opportunity might come from and you know as we've said in lots of our for episodes sure. let everyone know that you're that you're looking shoot your shot don't burn your bridges that's for sure yeah definitely you never know where someone might end up moving to um, mm. all your uni all your uni friends there is a really good one as well um all the people that you've met from your classes and things like that or, um, yeah, whoever, whoever you've studied with, they can end up in your industry in somewhere amazing and they might be able to think, okay, who's someone like me that I can refer for this job? So um, all of that is going to help you be considered. And, yeah, for sure, there might be some jobs that come up that aren't advertised and someone gets promoted or someone gets put into it. Um but it's definitely not the majority. So I don't want you guys to freak out. If you're on the job boards, you're going to see the majority of jobs. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Um, if anyone is trying to take your money with under the guise of showing you the hidden job market, it's a scam. Run for the hills. 
Yeah. I mean, send us links. If you see this kind of stuff, um, send me a message and say, hey, you know, guys, can you look into this and have a look what's... And then Sarah um... will publicly blast them on LinkedIn. (laughs) No, I won't be doing that. (laughs) But I can look into it a little bit more. Um, Yeah. And there's the hashtag job seeker guardians, um, which is currently a thing on LinkedIn. So if you want to have a look at that... It's a cult, isn't it? Yeah, and it's this it's movement. Giving me big MLM vibes. Like, <laughs> no, no, Job Seeker Guardian is like the the people who are busting the myths. Oh, like they're I the guardians that protecting. Was the, okay, never mind. No. I thought you meant that was what people would riding <laughs> to like jump on the bandwagon. Okay. No, Job Seeker Guardians is um like people who are busting those myths. Um, okay, well then we are. Yeah, we are we Job are Seeker Guardians. Job Seeker Guardians. That's, that's our right. job. Protect our job seekers. We will protect you at all costs and we hope that's what this episode has helped us to do. So there you have it. We'll be back in your ears next week. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that subscribe button in Apple or follow on Spotify. Or better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more job seekers. For more advice, inspiration, a bit of fun reels and a supportive community, Check us out on Instagram at Interview Boss. If we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way, there's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming.